Self-judgment is not accountability. I'm going to repeat that. Self-judgment is not accountability. And so why is it that we have shame-based motivation for ourselves? It's like we get off on being mean to ourselves. But bullying ourselves never got us anywhere except for going to therapy, except for putting us into spaces where our mental health is in such a difficult place that the only way out is with getting a helping hand from someone else. And so why do we still do that? We still believe that we have to hate ourselves into loving ourselves. You can't hate yourself into loving yourself. And so how about instead of hating ourselves to enact change, we love ourselves into it. People were mean to you and expected you to change from that. And you began hating those people. But now you use those exact same skills on yourself and begin hating yourself. And so how about in those moments where we are hard on ourselves and we have this moment of saying, I am unworthy, I am needing to do this or else I will never get this, this will never happen to me. How about instead of giving yourself hate, instead of giving yourself the same voice of your parents or the people that raised you or the people around you that had a voice of authority that was negative towards you, how about we change that? There is no one else raising you now. You are the parent for yourself. You are reparenting yourself. And so don't use the techniques of the people that traumatized you. Don't reuse the ideas of healthy parenting that an unhealthy dynamic had. Allow for yourself to discover new ways to parent yourself. This is one of the hardest lessons to learn, is that you are there to reparent yourself. And for someone that didn't have a healthy example of what a model of a healthy person looks like, it feels like you're starting from zero. It feels like you're looking at a vast ocean. Possibilities are endless of how to reparent yourself. And yet there is no guidance on what is right and what is wrong. We have to feel ourselves into it. There is no book that is going to tell you exactly how you are going to reparent yourself in the best possible way. It's all up to you. Who is the person that you needed when you were younger? How can you reparent yourself to become that person? Think of your inner child's needs and think of that person that you were looking for, looking for a big sister, looking for a big brother, looking for a mother figure, a father figure, looking for someone to reach out their hands and give us guidance and lead us into the right path. Be that person for yourself now. And for me, and I'm sure for you too, we have nowhere to begin except inward. There was no example. There was no healthy. It's all about us trying to learn what that even means. What does healthy even mean? The best description of healthy for us is not living in a state of fear, not being afraid, 
not being frightened, not having our bodies shy away, not having our bodies feel like they are in a fight or flight state, not feeling that immense stress of letting ourselves down due to the repercussions of what is going to happen if we do. It's about recognizing that in those moments where something doesn't go right, because inevitably something's not gonna go right, okay? We all know that something along the line is gonna go wrong. How will we react to ourselves in those moments? Do we give ourselves the same discipline we were given as kids, right? And so when we talk about things like physical abuse, obviously, hopefully, that's not the case of what we're giving ourselves, but the verbal abuse, the mental abuse, the saying that you're not good enough, the different terrible things that we make ourselves feel and, and, and tell ourselves. I want you to imagine a scenario. Thinking back on your childhood, what is one of the terrible things, terrible in quotation marks, of course, the terrible things that you did that brought forth some kind of discipline with your parents or the people that were raising you? What was one of those things? And what was the reaction to that? Now, in most of our cases, if you're listening, I'm sure, it was probably with a visceral response, maybe a not fitting response to what actually happened. How would you take in that moment now and react to it? What love would you give that version of yourself? How would you embrace yourself? How would you speak kindly to yourself and tell yourself this wasn't your fault, but that you're still learning? How would you give yourself the love and compassion that you're so deserving of? Now this moment you're thinking back on, this version of you, this person, is still you. That version of you is not gone. That soul essence of you still lives within you. However, you are still giving yourself the treatment as if you are that younger version still living within that toxic environment. And so it's not just about looking at the situation from the past, but looking at maybe a more recent situation. Look back at a recent situation where you beat yourself up about something where you gave yourself the treatment of hating yourself and giving yourself self-judgment to build up accountability and gave yourself that shame-based motivation. How could you have reacted differently in that moment? Now for myself, when I realize I'm doing this, which it's hard not to do when you have never had an example of what healthy parenting is supposed to look like, in those moments, I take a big old deep breath and I just take the deepest breath I've taken all day and I wrap my arms around myself and I give myself a big hug. It is the opposite of what I was met with. It is the physical response that is opposite. The violent response of physical, mental, verbal, emotional abuse is what we were met with. And when we give ourselves something that is entirely opposite of that, our brain goes into a little bit of a jitter. It doesn't know what to do with itself, and so it stops. It takes a moment, it stops. And every single time I do that, 
I cry. And crying has such a bad stigma, right? Crying is such a thing that is labeled as being a terrible thing. It is the best thing you can do for yourself. It is the release. It is a stressful release. It is also the release of yourself recognizing that you deserve this kind of treatment even in more difficult moments, even in more difficult situations. You deserved to be met with a helping hand instead of a hand that hurt you. You were deserving and are deserving now to give yourself that treatment of being the helping hand you were looking for in that void. You can be the one that saves you. You can feel yourself into it instead of thinking your way into it. Instead of trying to make a logical answer, taking a logical approach, a mind-brain approach to what the things were that happened and, and why they happened, feel into it. Your crying is a release. Your anger is a release. Your happiness is a release. If you are not releasing that and you are constantly in your mind, in your brain, then you are thinking your way through things and never actually feeling. And we are weaponized, demonized against ourselves for such a long time in our childhood to say, why are you so sensitive? And I'm sure a lot of you were thinking that when I said crying yourself into it, feeling yourself into it, a lot of that parental narrative came back of saying you're a crybaby, you're sensitive, whatever it may be. And that is what we are trying to change. The desensitization of feeling okay within yourself, the okayness that you have with being emotionally vulnerable towards yourself is what we are trying to build back up. We were weaponized against ourselves and our sensitivity was turned into something negative when it is actually the most beautiful part about ourselves to feel. The fact that you're feeling means that you're breathing and the fact that you're breathing means that you're alive. And so remember that your emotions are a superpower. Your feelings are what reminds you that you are a human being living within this lifetime, having a human experience. And so when we look at situations that require feeling ourselves into it, and instead we decide to think our way into it, we are robbing ourselves of this human expression, human experience, and superpower of being alive, of feeling alive. You are not a shell. You are a person. Your emotions and your feelings are valid. You are a human being having a human experience and feel your way through it versus thinking yourself through it.